Welcome to the Emergency Management Network podcast, brought to you by the Blue Cell, the foundation for the research and advancement of emergency management, the University of Applied Research and Development, and people like you. Hey, I appreciate your support, and I, I have to ask you a favor. Take a second and give us a review and share the work that we're doing. I want to thank you in advance, and, and this is very important to us. I appreciate you. Now, let's discuss the issue that has an immediate and profound impact on our society. Developing a comprehensive, pragmatic, and strategic plan for disaster recovery. In the fall of 2018, Paradise, California was nearly obliterated by the deadliest wildfire in the state's history. The community businesses and government agencies came together employing a phased approach to recovery that helped them rebuild and become anti-fragile. The spirit of paradise is what we need to emulate as we discuss developing a comprehensive, pragmatic, and strategic plan for disaster recovery. Drawing from the principles of anti-fragility, as the scholar Nassim Nicholas Taleb proposed, I proposed a 30, 60, 90-day plan for disaster recovery. In his book, Anti-Fragile, Things That Gang from Disorder, Taleb introduced the world to a concept that extends beyond the traditional notions of resilience and robustness. An anti-fragile system that only withstands shocks, volatility, and failures, but actively benefits and improves from these disturbances. This concept is a guiding principle to rethink our approach to disaster recovery. Imagine, if you will, a society that does not merely bounce back from a disaster, but uses the experience to grow, strengthen, and to better prepare for the future. This is the vision of an anti-fragile society that we should aspire to. This disaster recovery plan, inspired by the principles of anti-fragility, comprises of a 30, 60, 90 day strategy. Instead of viewing disasters as a crippling events, the plan suggests that treating them as a catalyst for growth and improvement, hence an opportunity to become anti-fragile. I want to take you through an overview of what I'm talking about. And then we could take a deeper dive into the idea. The first 30 days focuses on business continuity. In the aftermath of a disaster, it is critical to promptly restore essential services, secure jobs for the community, and uphold regional economic stability. This stage emphasizes the importance of providing temporary facilities, introducing alternative business uh, models, and ensuring uh, financial support. Government policies during this phase should aim to provide immediate relief, streamline regulations, and ex expedite bureaucratic processes. In the next 30 days, running from day 30 to day 60, are about community recovery. 
Alongside the physical reconstruction, this phase places equal importance on emotional, social, and economic recovery within the community. Key strategies include launching community support groups, mental health initiatives, and job support programs. Businesses can play a significant role in this space by providing employment opportunities and aiding local rebuilding initiatives. The final 30 days from day 60 to 90 center on building long-term resilience. The objective isn't merely to revert to the pre-disaster state, but to enhance, learn, and increase resilience against the future calamities. This requires investment in resilient infrastructure, adjustments in policy, and creation of robust emergency response plans. Government policies can aid this process significantly, and for instance, through tax incentives for businesses that actively participate in recovery efforts, and by simplifying bureaucratic processes to speed up recovery. Now, let's take a closer look. Let's take a deeper dive. This 30, 60, 90 day plan for disaster recovery, inspired by the principles of anti-fragility, presents us with an opportunity not just to survive disasters, but to learn, adapt, and grow from them. By ensuring business continuity, supporting community recovery, and building long-term resilience, we can create an anti-fragile society that does not merely resist shocks, but thrives in their aftermath. And as we progress, I urge each of us to contemplate embodying these principles in our respective roles. Let us view disasters not as insurmountable hurdles, but as catalysts for growth and for improvement. The road to recovery is not simply about restoring what was lost, but about reimagining and reinventing and improving for the future. Our 30, 60, 90 day plan, therefore, cannot be a rigid blueprint, but a flexible, evolving strategy that's constantly enriched by our experiences and learnings. In the first 30 days, businesses must be supported to stand back on their feet, provide essential services and jobs to the community, and maintain the region's economic stability. This phase is crucial for temporary facilities, alternate operating models, and financial support, where government policies should be targeted toward providing immediate relief and simplifying regulations and speeding up the bureaucratic process. In the second phase from day 30 to 60, it's time to shift our focus to the community. The recovery of physical infrastructure is only one part of the equation. Equally important is the community's emotional, social, and economic recovery. Community support groups, mental health initiatives, and job support programs are crucial during these phases. Businesses, too, have a significant part to play for providing jobs, to supporting local initiatives, and contributing to the rebuilding of the community. From day 60 to day 90, the final phase is building long-term resilience. It's not just about returning to pre-disaster state 
but about improving and learning and becoming more resilient to future disasters. This involves investment in infrastructure, policy changes, and the development of robust emergency response plans. Government policies can significantly contribute to this process. Tax incentives for business that contribute to the recovery efforts can be a potential tool for encouraging participation. Simplifying and speeding up bureaucratic process can go a long way in expediting recovery and fostering anti-fragility. The 30, 60, 90 day plan inspired by the principles of anti-fragility offers us a path to survive disasters and thrive in their aftermath. It ensures business continuity, aids community recovery, and fosters long-term resilience, creating an anti-fragile society. Consider incorporating these principles in your work and influence as we move forward. Whether we are business leaders, policymakers, or community members, we have a role to play in creating a society that learns, adapts, and improves from shocks rather than just resisting them. Bringing us back to the story of Paradise, California, what made their recovery so remarkable was their unwavering commitment to rebuilding and improving their town. Their ability to adapt, learn, and grow from their experience truly embodies the principles of anti-fragility. As we move forward, let each of us draw inspiration from their story. Let us view disasters not as an insurmountable hurdle, but as a catalyst for growth and improvement. Let us strive to create not just resilient, but anti-fragile societies. Let the story of Paradise, California serve as a beacon for us all, a testament to the power of resilience and the promise of anti-fragility. As we endeavor to create our 30, 60, 90 day disaster recovery plan, let us do it with some commitment to learn, adapt, and improve, just as the people of Paradise did. The road to recovery is about rebuilding what was lost and reimagining and reinventing for a better future. Our 30, 60, 90 day plan should be a living document, constantly evolving and improving based on our experiences and our learnings. Let us commit to creating a stronger, more resilient and genuinely anti-fragile society. Thank you for spending your time with us. And if you like what we are doing here, join us at our Substack, emnetwork.substack.com and engage in the conversation. Well, we're having a little fun competition helping people find EMN. And right now, Lauren is leading the path. Thank you, Lauren, for your support. Until next week, stay safe and stay hydrated.